Hey everyone, this is Mike again, and welcome to our podcast, Tribes Podcast. We haven't really posted a whole lot of、uh, episodes, but now we actually have a lot of stuff to post, so I think we're going to start doing it more often. But actually, this episode, I, I sit down with Giselle and we talk a little about our history, first getting into music, and especially in mariachi. Hope you guys enjoy it. And we recorded this in March of 2018, so it's a little old, but still pretty good. Keep checking back. We have a lot of、uh, episodes to post, so hope you guys like it. Here it goes. Episode three. Earlier, we were, we were talking about、uh, Giselle getting a job. You got your first job, my right? My first job ever. What was that like? <laughs> um, It was. The interview. <laughs> yeah, the interview was、um, easier than I expected. I, I had prepared so much. I was so nervous for it, but it went good. Yeah. I made the, the manager laugh, so I, I guess that's why he was like, okay, cool. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I'm happy for you.、Yes. Have you ever done an interview? For a job? No, never, <laughs> never. That's funny. I remember my first interview.、Um, What was your first job?、Um, I worked at the high school that I went to my senior year, and、oh. I was a part of.、Um, oh, like the office? Yeah, like、um, co op. It was called co op program.、Mm. And basically, I had so many credits as a senior that. Um, I didn't have to go to school half of the day. So,、yeah. you, for students who needed to kind of make up that time, they could apply to be, I guess, in this program called the co op program, and they would actually get you a job.、That's、and、cool. it could be anywhere. I remember my, one of my buddies, he got, I always thought his job was cool until he told me like stories about his job. And I was like, I,、no. <laughs> I don't want to work there. But he got a job at the zoo. And oh like, my God. And I was like, man, that sounds like a rad job. And he was like, No, it really isn't because I mean, you, you'd be surprised how many animals die. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh was, my God, that's He would、so、tell、sad. me like stories of, he was like, man, like today we had to wheel out another alligator. And I was like, it's that bad? He's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. He loved it, but I would have been like, no, the office, the attendance office at the high、yeah. school is way better for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I actually I ended up like working there.、Uh, After you graduated? After I graduated into my first year of college. And then um, um, I worked there for like three years, my senior year and two years after that. And then、um, that was my first job. But it was funny because my first job, I mean, you know, I'd like to say I was pretty good at it. But then they kept me out of all the other people because I was reliable. So it was funny. I'll tell you this quick story. That,、um, so in high school, I was a pretty good student. I wasn't、yeah. like an excellent student. I didn't make like A's or anything. <laughs> but I, you pa- passed. I passed.、Yeah. And that was something to be said. But a lot of the teachers that I had, and the, especially the principal,、uh, assistant principal,、um, I had since I was like in fifth grade. I had him as a teacher since fifth grade. So he knew me. He knew you really well. And my mom worked at the school, at the, the district. Central、mm. office for the school district, and、um, she actually still does.、It's、I was gonna, gonna wait, what district? Isleta. Oh,、yeah. so、um, 
she worked she worked there forever but she she didn't have any part of me getting my first job uh but she did have a, a part of me getting my the job i have uh. now <laughs> so anyhow um the principals knew me from my mom and they knew me because i i you know i i would get in some trouble um really early on in high school later on not so much because i kind of kind of evened out but i wasn't i wasn't a bad kid but i i hated authority hated it seriously yeah i hated it i've never really been the type to get in trouble i've only gotten in trouble once i hate getting in third grade even now like you know i want to throw up i'm like oh my god no i'm so sorry i I don't get tickets I, i i try when i when i get pulled over for speeding which hasn't happened in so long I, I get really, like, scared of the police. <laughs> I have bad experiences with police, uh, but that's those are different stories. But anyhow, um, there's a story from my high school and my first job that's hilarious, and I don't think I've told it in a long time, but the assistant principal was my boss mm-hmm. in my first job at the high school. And then when I later uh, stayed on with that job after I graduated, they moved me to a different wing of the school where I was completely alone like it was like a ghost town in that in that wing and it was cool because I got this huge office and like I just you like that you like being like alone yeah yeah oh no and um my job was to go around and inventory heavy equipment for the school Mm -hmm. and since it was a vocational school I mean there was like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of like equipment that I'd have to go into every classroom and and itemize and make sure they are accounted for and one time I walked into this huge storage facility outside of uh, the stadium and um, I was walking all over campus for such a long time. The AP was like, well, you don't have to walk around. Well, he's like, you can use uh, the golf cart if you need to. And I was like, you guys had a golf cart? Yeah. yeah, yeah you don't have the security guards don't run around in golf carts around. No. It? Okay. So at my, my school, they <laughs> run, cool. they used to run around in golf carts. I would assume nowadays security guards have segways at your school they have police officers okay. yeah not- but they don't they have, they have to walk everywhere right? oh yeah okay yeah. so anyhow he offered the golf cart to me and i was like no nah, nah, i don't really need it but then i went to go check it out because he you know i had keys to where he told me i could ride around in the yeah. golf cart. so i went to go check it out and i was like this is pretty cool this is cool but interesting enough i had history with a specific golf cart because when i saw this golf cart, i was like that's the golf cart I got in trouble for. And so the story goes is that when I was in uh, high school, uh, I think it was, I might have been a junior or something, but I had overheard a couple of my uh, acquaintance friends say that they had stole a, a golf cart from campus oh and they drove God. it into the ditch, like maybe about a mile away from the school. Yeah. And it was just there. <sighs> and so... I qu- this was in the morning, so I qu- oh I quickly told one of my friends. I was like, "Hey, listen, like I just heard uh, the golf cart went missing, the main golf cart, and I know where it's at. We should go and get it." And so my buddy had a truck, so we skipped class and we went to go check it out, see if it was actually there yeah. where I had overheard this guy say it and was. And it was, and it was. So and it was right near my house. So mm-hmm. we pulled it out of the the ditch using rope that I had went home to get. And my grandmother, I remember was like, what are you doing home? And I was like, uh... I have a project. Yeah, or something like that. I can't remember what I said, but I remember she being freaked out. She was like, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> and and so we, we got this golf cart out of the ditch, and, and uh, we got it to my house, and 
And then all I, you know, I knew better, so I started ripping it apart and spray painting it and just kind of make disguising it because I knew they were gonna come look for it at some yeah. point. And eventually, oh we were riding it around. We charged the battery. We're riding it around my neighborhood, and then coincidentally the high school coach football coach was dropping off students in my neighborhood around in the evening time and saw me on it and he was like hey where'd you get that i go i found it which was not a lie but eventually uh the next day the whole school came to my house really <laughs> so uh all the principals oh, uh the uh, janitors security guards trade like backed it up and they they confiscated it and for the next week, there was like a full-on investigation of what actually happened because I, I told them the truth. You're like, I found I it. I found it, but I didn't tell them how I found it. How you heard. And and, and I didn't rat out anybody. I just, I you know, they wanted to press charges and they had a cop keep calling me, keep pressuring me. Oh, well, you got to tell us what happened and how you got in possession of it. My parents were freaking out. <laughs> and oh so, uh, long story short, when I opened up that uh storage facility when i worked there there was that golf cart. the golf cart that, was it still painted the way you? oh it was it? all thrashed the way i made. <laughs> that's so funny yeah, that's crazy funny. i would have never done any of that yeah i'm too scared i'm too scared um yeah that was a funny story um and and in my family people still joke about um the confiscated hey, yeah, golf like cart. remember when you stole the golf cart and i'm like that wasn't me. That was the, I didn't. You found do that. it. Found it, and I remember I had to convince my um, my grandfather if I can keep it. And he was like, "Well, um, if no one um, if no one claims it, then you can keep it." And then you know, all of a sudden the next day, the school, the whole school was there taking it from me. Well, if you changed it and you disguised it, how did they even recognize? Well, it? the the football coach from the high school saw me That's- on it. So he obviously told he was like, oh, oh this well, kid there's a in golf this area cart. has it, yeah. and they already kind of knew. I guess. I mean, they figured it out pretty quickly where I was. And How long it was. did it take them? A day. Oh, <laughs> you didn't even get to have fun. with We did it. have a little fun with it. We were joyriding for a bit uh, in the evening, uh, but yeah, that's a fun high school story. But actually, you know, that principal that was ended up my boss. A really cool guy. I, mm-hmm. I I still know who he is, and 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 he works uh, kind of in a different department where I work. He was a band director mm. for uh, the schools, all the schools that I went to, the elementary, middle school, and the high school. And then he became an AP in, when I was in high school. So I had known him forever. Ever, yeah, I remember when I would get in trouble, he'd be like, "Oh well, you know, if you're gonna go to college for music, you know, I can." If you if you wise, I can write you a- if you wise up I can I can write some recommendation <laughs> letters for you I'm just like oh you just want me to chill out I get it <laughs> okay because um, at that point I didn't even know if I was gonna go to school for music but anyhow like that's my uh, my first job story your first job story but- well hopefully by a couple of more broadcasts or podcasts I can give you a funny story about my first job I know I don't uh, know <laughs> well, well we'll see I guess the Let's talk a little bit about how we got into music. Uh, I know you said a little bit about how uh, early on you you figured out that I guess you could sing in front of people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's like videos. But well, ever since I was like 
a toddler like there's um like home videos and i'm two years old and i'm just singing and you still have those yeah i still have them wow that's cool i know it's super cool it's actually not mine it's my uncle's but i'm sorry if you hear this um i still have it wow and i don't want to give it back (laughs) (laughs) i had this picture of um of me uh with my first cardboard and it was like a real cardboard guitar Mm -hmm. like that my parents had bought me uh, for Christmas, and it's a picture of me with it on Christmas Day in the uh, in a room with my uncle's uh, thrash metal band, and I'm like playing along with them. It's a cool photo because yeah. it's like from like 1980. It's got to be like 87 or 88. I was really young, and it, it's just me in my in playing like fake playing with my my uncle's band. And you thought you were actually playing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a little kid. I must have been like three or four. Oh. And um, and uh, yeah, I, I have that picture, and and I remember that. I actually, I remember that being one of the first memories of music in general, of me even being interested in music, because I remember um, I, I must have been like three or four, mm-hmm. coming home, uh, coming to my grandma's house for like on the weekend, and I would walk up towards the door. And then the door would swing open and then I just hear and I never knew what it was until one day I remember walking into the room where it was blaring noise and it was my uncle's thrash metal band, um, you know, them playing out of like Marshall stacks and like it was just the loudest metal ever. And what was crazy is that my grandparents were cool with them practicing in the house house, and no one could talk in the house there's no way you could have a conversation it was that loud so loud that's crazy my my parents get annoyed when i'm singing (laughs) they're like okay giselle we get it like go to your room so i always have to go to like the last room of the house and close the door there and and sing there yeah well that was primarily the reason why i didn't get to choose my first instrument Mm. when i was a young kid i knew that i wanted to play an instrument even before i could and I chose the drums to play. Mm-hmm. And I begged my my mom, I remember, and my and my grandparents for a drum kit. And they bought my uncle, like, a really expensive drum yeah. kit. Yeah, and when you? He was, and they refused. Well, well, it was more my mom. She refused to get me a drum kit because she probably because of the, the, How thing loud. She, the thing she went with uh, with her brother, you know, uh, it being such a racket. And so I, I settled on the next best thing, which was the guitar. She was like, okay, if I get him a guitar, it, yeah, it's at least quiet. Yeah, that's a, that's a little better. <laughs> yeah. At that point, I think I was like 12 or 13 when I got, and it was a, on my birthday, I got an acoustic guitar. And I remember my mom bought the guitar from a friend of hers that, um, I think he stole that guitar from a pawn shop. <laughs> yeah. And, what and, is up with you and theft. I know. I was, and just, it's all around me. You've just been me. surrounded And, by and my that. mom told me this story later on. She was like, I think that guitar was hot because when I asked him to help me look for one for you, he was like, okay, just don't ask questions. Just don't ask, <laughs> and here it is. Yeah. And so I think my mom paid like a hundred bucks for it. Uh, but Well, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It, your mom paid for it. Yeah, she did pay for it. So it wasn't completely stolen. <laughs> um, but my mom also paid for my first uh, real big amp. And it was like a three hundred dollar PV. It had one fifteen in it. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she paid for that by selling one of her old car. Yeah. So wow. she, she she hooked me up with that um, later on. But before that, uh, 
for for um christmas right after my birthday because my birthday's in september i got the guitar in september and then by christmas i she got me an electric guitar and it was a it was like a pv raptor the cheapest guitar ever but the most awesome guitar ever and uh it was like one of those packages where it comes with the amp and yeah but also included because i i don't know how i knew this but i knew i wanted a a a pedal like a distortion pedal and i asked her for a metal zone pedal and those pedals are like 100 back then they were probably like 150 bucks yeah pretty pretty pricey Um, now i think they're like 120 not a very big difference but i think I think they're about they were 150. I could I could be wrong, but anyhow, like uh, she got me one of those, and that's how I learned how to play, uh, because the first genre of music I ever learned how to play was metal. Metal, and, oh my and god, punk. Yeah, I was gonna ask what type of music was the first one. Metal. Yeah, I was first. Crazy. In, I was first into uh, two bands. Two bands. Um, I learned all their records were uh, Metallica. And then Nirvana, I learned Mm. all their records. And I I remember actually the first time I listened to Master of the Puppets, which is um, uh, one of Metallica's like famous records. And it was on tape. And I remember I stole the tape um, when I was like maybe like must have been like six or seven. And I would listen to it and and uh, and I would cut out guitars on like cardboard and air guitar to it. I remember that, and I so had no, you've always been kind of, you know, it's crazy. Naturally gifted at that because I mean, at that age, I had no idea what a pedal was or what. Yeah, any of that. I'm a, barely learning it, now. It's partially due because I had an older cousin, and he was two years older than me, and therefore he, every anything that he was into, I was into because I always hung out with him. Summers, I had to go hang out with him, and he lived in a different city, so like I discovered music through him. Yeah. So when he would discover music, I'd have to tape it. And bring all the tapes back because I couldn't afford to buy tapes and my parents weren't going to buy me anything. Um, so I just tape and I compiled this huge tape collection. And um, and then, um, you know, that's how I discovered a lot of the music I liked uh, through him. But then, you know, like he was the guy that got the guitar first. He was the one that got yeah, everything got first. Everything and I was first. like, I want that, I want that. And he got uh, the tablature for... I guess master of the puppets and kill them all and, and all the nirvana records and and then i just started learning all of them by the time i was like in seventh grade i was a pretty decent guitar player and i didn't know that i was until like i would go to school and for the first time i could take my guitar to school yeah Aww. and people just didn't know how to play but i already kind of knew how to play yeah and uh but i hated playing you're I, kind of like advanced already i hated playing the stuff that they were trying to teach me at school i hated it and uh because uh the only way for you to take your guitar to school is to be in the guitar class to be in the guitar class but they tricked you at my school because it wasn't called guitar it was called mariachi and that's how i got into oh my god yay my favorite yeah so (laughs) it was a feeder the guitar class was a feeder to get you into mariachi everyone into the mariachi program Yeah, because it's it's pretty it's pretty difficult to get people involved in that teenagers and kids in that because not everybody's into that type of music exactly at hanks there's about 10 violins and that's just because it's a violin and and it's feeder from orchestra kind of like a trick like Mm -hmm. in your school 
And but there's only like five of us in the mariachi class, class, class. Right. In the in the 80s, I guess when they started uh, implementing mariachi programs in uh, border towns, it was really something new and something. Um, I guess I, it could even go back as far as late 70s. I remember reading a book where it said it was somewhere in the 80s where school districts in California and Texas and Arizona were doing it. I can't remember what it was. Late 70s, early 80s, maybe even mid 80s or definitely all throughout the 90s. Uh, because when I when I was in elementary school, I remember uh, the high school mariachi performing at our elementary school. And, and you were like, wow. I didn't even like that music. I was just like blown away of how awesome it sounded. Yeah. And I didn't even know I liked that type of music. I hated anything else other than what I was into, which was punk rock and, and thrash metal. And um, so when I got into that guitar class, everyone just hated it. Because they were passing oh, yeah. out like Las Mañanitas. <laughs> De colores. <laughs> yeah, they were passing out. And then sheet music. You couldn't really read it. So you were just like, whatever. And, They're um, just there sitting and yeah, stuff. Only because you could take your guitar to school if you were enrolled in that class. The second year I enrolled in that class, I think the teacher saw that, oh, well, this kid's pretty interested, which I really wasn't. And you know what he did? He's handed me... Of Iwela and said, "Hey, can you learn how to play this?" And I was just like, "I uh, guess, yeah." And uh, I, I guess <laughs> I quickly learned how to play it pretty well, only because he would started to bring me to the high school when I was in middle school to play with the high school group. So that's how you you were a little more advanced. Yeah, and 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 I became more advanced in that instrument because uh, for those of you who don't know, Iwela is a five string instrument that uh, is part of the mariachi ensemble that is almost like a soprano rhythm uh, uh, instrument, a part of the armonia mm -hmm. section, uh, the rhythm section, which consists of the bass, the guitaron, the vihuela is the soprano uh, rhythm kind of uh, voicing, uh, and then the guitar, classical guitar, which is the, the baritone or bass yeah. um, section of the of the of the of the rhythm section and in between them there's an kind of like a, a tenor uh voicing that is represented in modern mariachi uh by an instrument called the guitarra del gorpe and, oh, and, yeah. the, and the gorpe is an old instrument it's rarely used in in modern mariachi uh but it is technically a part of the original of the original ensemble. because the most famous gorpe player was uh part of the first mariachi vargas um I think his name is Gaspar mm. Vargas. He found, I think he found it, yeah. Uh, but he was a famous golpe player, which is, you know, like kind of like the tenor voicing of a of a modern mariachi. Like I said, rarely used. But anyhow, again, getting beyond that, uh, I'm getting past that, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, I learned how to play because I went to the high school and there were like advanced players. And I remember these, I, remember, I still talk to most of, the most of these people I learned from. You know, they're good friends of mine and, and they're awesome players. They're still to this day they're they still, awesome. They still like players. stay with music and stuff. Oh yeah, all of them. And my high school at the time, I guess in the late nineties, and and like a lot of other high schools in the in the El Paso area, we had one of the best groups. And we would we were uh, a lot of the members that came from the high school that I was a part of went on to do really cool stuff and to be good performers and players in that genre and other genres, but mostly that genre. But um, that's how I learned how to play mariachi. Is like, I was kind of tricked and forced into it. I didn't really But you like, ended up... I didn't... I hated... Liking it. 
I, uh, yeah, I ended up liking it because I was good at it. Like I, f- I figured out how how to read the music. I figured out technique mm-hmm. I, uh, based on what I was observing. There was not a whole lot of material on how to play those instruments technique wise back then. And even now it's kind of, but with the internet, you can find some cool stuff. I, yeah. I found some books and stuff. Yeah, just, if they just hand it to you, it's a little, it's difficult. To, it is difficult to know what to do with it. A, a guitar is kind of, it's been around for so long. I feel like everybody knows how to kind of play it, right? How to start. But a, a vihuela, I remember when when you were like, you should learn the vihuela, and you gave it to me, and I was like, what is this? this <laughs> I mean, I I knew how to play the ukulele, but I was just like, uh. Yeah, it's it's kind of got a ukulele vibe, yeah. and um, it's weird. Even even the strumming itself. Yeah, the strumming patterns are can be very technical. There's a lot of different types, but um, they're also very uh, consistent and and very um, repetitive mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of uh, traditional mariachi. And in figuring all that out at an early age really helped me because now it's just like I, I, I understand it mm-hmm. like and it, it comes in handy a lot and I could apply I never thought I'd be able to apply what I know from that those forms of songs to what I'm doing now but punk rock was kind of the same way too punk rock is a very simple form of, of music and that's why I always liked it because of the arrangements and and it's not it's not about it's not about like uh technical plane mm-hmm. it's really about the attitude and yeah it's, and it's about the songwriting and mariachi is exactly that it's about the attitude and the songwriting yeah it, it doesn't have to be about the best performance the best voice or any yeah. of that have you heard a lot of those old mariachi recordings yeah. i mean they're pretty terrible yeah the singers are a little flat but i they're mean they're all flat but all- <laughs> it's but it's it, amazing. It, yeah, good. it fits. It, yeah, it goes. And uh, the other thing I, 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 I grasp in similarities is, in punk rock, it all starts off with amateur composers. Like mm-hmm. no one really knows what they're really doing yeah. musically and technically uh, with theory or anything. If you listen to a lot of old music, old mariachi in the like very beginning, uh, very old arrangements, it's kind of like they didn't know what they were doing too. You know, they're just kind of like. Put it together, put everything together, and then later on, people try to write it down and notate it, and that's why uh, you know the forms are so different. And but within mariachi, they they make sense. Like, oh, yeah. okay, this form, you know, makes sense. That's kind of why I, I, I like mariachi is because it, it reminds me of, of of how you started, of how I started, and, and what I what I like, what mm-hmm. I truly like. But I like all kinds of music now. I mean, I study. I study jazz and all that and like blues and which is also like the founding American music that, uh, you know, branched off into, you know, all these other kinds of music that I like and you like. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting when you study like music history, you can kind of see how these branches reach out and come back in. And how everything's kind of connected in a way. Yeah. 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 But yeah, like I got into that because because of school. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got tricked. I got tricked. <laughs> what about you, like, with mariachi? Um, well, I mean, as a young age, I I, um, I liked Rebelde, RBD. I don't know if you know that famous yeah, yeah, yeah. band. And so I, I always kind of liked that. Um, I never really thought of a mariachi. A huge inspiration when I was little was Juanes and Shakira. I remember singing 
Shakira all the time, and I don't. Yeah, she was. She was huge. Yeah, she was huge. Like in two thousand four, two thousand five, I was like five or six and stuff. And so I remember. Well, I see videos of me just singing along to Shakira and stuff. And then my dad was like, "Oh well, um, if you're gonna start singing, you should you should learn." mariachi songs and stuff and i was just like were your parents uh, into it not really yeah that's weird because i yeah I, not really and and i, I was kind of like mm, that's like old people music no, right i that's don't want it yeah and so um yeah my i started listening to rocio durcal and stuff and i kind of started liking it and i'm like oh my god this is the the lyrics are beautiful i amor eterno was the first mariachi song i ever learned and i was like wow this is this is really intense and stuff. And so I remember that one time I was at this marketplace here downtown in El Paso and there was a all-female mariachi group and I thought that was so beautiful. I was like, wow, these are all girls. Right. And then my dad was like, oh, I just told my dad, you know what, dad, I want to go sing. And my dad was just like, whatever, dude, you're, you're crazy. And I remember I just left. I just left them and I just went up to the lady and I'm like, hi, my name's Giselle and I know I'm Amor Eterno and I want to know if I could sing it with you guys. And she was just like, yeah, sure, you know, okay. Mm. And then all of a sudden, I just get on stage, and my mom's just like, what the heck are you doing there? And so I remember that was the first experience of mariachi. And then after that, um, my dad got into a car accident. And so as a tribute, kind of, as to make him feel better, I would kind of, like, learn those songs. And mm-hmm. I was singing them, and I just ended up and that's how liking you, them. And you, you built up your repertoire. You just started learning yeah, all these Yeah, I just started songs. learning all these songs, and... Yeah. Um, I mean, I started like, I was just fascinated with with all of that, and I was just like, "Wow, this is such this is beautiful music." You know, it's not old people music; it's 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 beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, it's fa- I fell been- in love with the technical um, mariachi stuff. Like, um, I figured out that there were like there was a whole world of mariachi, modern mariachi music mm-hmm. that was freaking technical, like almost like very proggy, and like the rhythms are amazing yeah and, and show songs or the showy songs like, yeah and those yeah, are the ones they're, they're like, flashy flashy songs. they're really like, flashy wow and that's what i liked about it yeah. I, you know a lot of the standard stuff the standard songs they're fun to learn but they're man you play them so much you know how many times i played that song i wanted that not like you have to play it at least a million times. Yeah. No, and, and even me, I remember my parents would be like, oh, my God, my daughter sings. And they'd be like, oh, my God, sing something. And then my parents would be like, I'm what know. And I would nice. always have to sing it. So I I completely understand. I've sang that song a lot of times. And I'm kind of like, oh. But, I mean, yeah, I still love it. it. I mean, it, it's still it's a, a really nice memory. I mean, memory. there's a reason why, you know, it's so popular. It's mm-hmm. like a really pretty song. And everyone knows it. Everyone. Everyone knows it. Yeah. yeah. That's where you make everybody cry. Exactly. That's the song everybody cries in. Uh, I've played that that song at so many funerals. Like a lot of us, like who? Oh my god! <laughs> it, there's that's something that I mean mariachi music. I mean you could play it at any at any occasion. Uh, that's what's so awesome about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it's just it, it, it's a party. You could play it. It's a funeral. You, you could play, play it. it. <laughs> It, it, it's it's a graduation a serenata. serenata quinceanera <laughs> it's for everything yeah i had mariachis in my quinceanera yeah heck yeah yeah i played a lot of those i played a lot of quinces and it, it, it's always cool because like you know that's 
kind of my grandparents were never into mariachi either no one was in my family in your family but i later learned that my grandfather my great grandfather which is my grandfather's father um was a a trumpet player and he played in big bands um but i have this huge picture of him um and no one ever knew that he truly wanted to make it you know as a musician but you know he had a family and he was a terrible drunk i've heard stories (laughs) about how my grandfather and his and his siblings were never allowed to play instruments because of him because he kind of ruined it yeah that's 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 sad. But my grandfather always wanted to be a musician. He had a great voice and he could play. I remember him playing at like you know parties and stuff when I was younger. And I would ask him, "Teach me how to play the guitar." Mm-hmm. Teach me how. To, he he showed me how to strum it. Like, Man, I want to do that. And it all goes back to the beginning because when I was very young, I was not one of those persons that did not know what I wanted to do. You know, I always knew that I was going to play. Since I was no matter a little what. kid. Yeah. And so, like, you know how you meet people, you're like, oh, I'm not sure what I want to do or what I want to be. I always knew. That's me. <laughs> I, yeah, I always knew it. I was like, but, you know, like, more so that this is all I do. But, you know, when I was a this kid. This is what you've always wanted to do. Yeah, you know, and just, just keep playing. I played a lot of bands and stuff over the years and, and genres and whatnot. But I remember being a little kid and telling my friends be like, hey, you're going to play in my band. You should learn how to play this. I was already organizing a band, a band and all that when, stuff. I was, when I didn't even know how to play an instrument. I would tell my friends, <laughs> you're going to play bass, you're going to play drums. And, and by the time I was in seventh grade, I, I put together a band. A I mean, little we're, band? We're terrible. Really? <laughs> it's crazy how back then you're like, wow, I'm kind of good. Because I remember like me singing Amor Eterno and me thinking, I'm the best. I'm right at the top of my game and yeah. now i listen to those videos and i'm like wow oh, yeah. I, I was terrible. i was terrible too <laughs> and i'm like dad did but, you really think i sounded good and my parents were like well yeah you were our daughter we thought you sounded amazing yeah. and i'm like okay there is no. a video of my first show i ever did and i know it's a, out there that my friend has but i haven't been able to get in touch with my friend i want to see it because i know that it wasn't bad but it wasn't good and so I you're kind of curious, I'm to, curious see. to see it, but uh, who knows? I'd like to see it at some point. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to contact them. I, it, my first band was a ska band, and uh, it was we we played a lot of Voodoo Glow Skulls because that was our favorite band. And Voodoo Glow Skulls were like they weren't a happy ska; they were like a punk rock ska core band, and we loved them because they were Mexicans. And um, that's amazing. So we had uh, like that was that was uh i remember my favorite time like just learning all those songs uh because we didn't know how to write songs i mean no you know i didn't learn how to write songs till i was in high school <laughs> i'm learning you're learning you're I'm still learning, learning how, how to, play how to and, write songs, and write songs. <laughs> uh, so yeah that's kind of a little bit of history with mariachi stuff uh that's crazy though that i got into it by accident and kind of so did you yeah, I think that's a lot of a lot of young people. I think that's how most of us yeah. are. It's kind of just yeah. like, oh, one day you you're yeah. just like, oh, okay. my teacher, man, he really forced it on me. He was like, you should come, you should come, you should come, and he was the reason why. Well, I'm glad that you did it. I know. Imagine if you wouldn't have done it. Yeah, oh, he's no. a cool dude. I still talk to him, still to this day. He's a cool guy. Uh, he influenced a lot of people. Like I have friends and friends and friends. He was like, oh yeah, I had that teacher. He's an awesome teacher, which is kind of rare 
Does he still teach? No, I think he's retired. Uh, he just plays, plays all around uh, South. Uh, I think he does a lot of like Brazil stuff, like mm, plays in Brazil a lot. He's a jazz guy. I mean, he could play anything, but his 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 Forte, jam, yeah, yeah is, is jazz. But yeah, it's kind of interesting how you fall into it. Um, I think next time when we get together, we'll talk about um, more about the band and what's going on. Um, I will say that today I met with um, uh, the production people that are going to shoot the music video for the first single. Mm. So it's looking pretty cool. Yeah, pretty exciting. Um, I'm excited. I've never done We that. got an offer um, to play at... Um, at a movie premiere, uh, which is not a real premiere. It's a, 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 a showing of a movie, kind of. Um, so, And the movie is Selena. Yes, my so, favorite. And, uh, <laughs> uh, there's a uh, theater here that uh, does um, uh, movie parties, and so they wanted us to play for their movie party. Totally, we get to do that. I hope so. I hope so. We're trying to work out the details. The right schedules now. and stuff. Yeah, so... Stay tuned for that. We might be posting like what we're going to be doing for that pretty soon because it's going to go down probably next month, and it might be just like a really cool way of of playing live. We we haven't really yeah. played live. It, it'll kind of be like our first like gig out of here. Out of here, yeah. Out of SS Nine. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. So um, you know, keep checking back, and uh, we'll keep you guys informed. But the music video is something we're working on, and. It's, it's looking cool. So, yeah. <laughs> um, can't wait for that. And uh, so I guess we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for checking it out. And uh, I guess this is Mike. And Giselle. Have a good evening. Bye. <laughs>